Guys, good Thursday afternoon. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seville Show. Today's show is going to be dynamic, a show that will undoubtedly drive the local news cycle. Sit back, engage, ask questions, and buckle up. A lot we're going to cover on a program that airs legitimately on every social media platform known to mankind, a show that seeks approval from no one, that is unabashed, unafraid, and will always hold true to what we believe is right. You, the viewer and listener, can chime in with your perspective. You can shape the discussion. You can disagree with me. I will relay those comments live on air. We love disagreement. We love engagement. We love participation. Look at the headlines now. You're going to have news that is broken on this program that many of you do not even know has transpired. News that's going to impact the housing industry. News that's going to impact leadership, potentially, in Almaro County. News that is legitimately going to impact other news outlets. And news today that may make colleges and universities more white and Asian than ever before. We'll give some props to one of my businesses, the I Love Seville Real Estate Portfolio, for being the presenting sponsor of today's program. Check us out online at ilovecvillerealestate.com. Here it goes. So this, straight from the source. Segura Solar is heading for bankruptcy. This came up briefly on another program on our show, and we tiptoed around it. On this program, we do no tiptoeing. We cut straight to where the rubber meets the road. Segura Solar, headquartered in, headquartered in Charlottesville, Virginia, heading for bankruptcy. I have had a number of team members reach out to me. I have had a number of homeowners reach out to me. I have had competitors reach out to me. I have had folks associated with their headquarters reach out to me. Get ready for this. This is some crazy SHIT. I've been hearing for a handful of months now that a solar company headquartered in Charlottesville was in dire financial straits. That company I've been hearing for a number of months now was Segura Solar. I've heard from elected officials that this was going to have a tremendous impact on jurisdictions Nelson, Charlottesville, Albemarle, Orange, Louisa, Green, Gordonsville, Bar Barbersville. Zion's Crossroads, Fluvanna, Lake Monticello. These elected officials have said, you need to talk about this. You need to highlight it because people are not chattering about it and it's going to cause a serious impact in this community. Now you get the news and you get it from us. As they head to bankruptcy, thousands, if not tens of thousands of customers are under warranty with their solar panels on their homes and their roofs. Undoubtedly, thousands of customers in this Central Virginia market, which is 300,000 people strong. Segura, while headquartered in Charlottesville, is a global business, a nationwide business. The shoe is about to fall and fall in epic proportions. I'm going to give you some nitty-gritty. Segura Solar, under the cloak of darkness took their headquarters, and I'm going to give you the exact address, 
by Googling Segura Solar Charlottesville, 490 Westfield Road in Charlottesville. 490 Westfield Road in Charlottesville, if you pull up Google Maps, is legitimately on Route 29 by the Fairfield Inn and Suites Marriott Hotel, by the Royal Inn, Segura Solar, its personnel, under the cloak of darkness, when no one was looking, took a moving truck to its Westfield headquarters and emptied the entire office in a truck and then hit the road jack. This is symbolic of, was it the Baltimore Colts and the National Football League? Did the Baltimore Colts, this was slightly before my time, a football team in the National Football League based out of Beemore, they skedaddled under the cloak of darkness with moving trucks. Segura Solar did the same thing. They have now left the landlord in a predicament with the lease and hundreds of thousands of dollars of back payment due. They have put customers of theirs, Segura Solar, in a predicament and a plight that many do not truly understand. The warranties for the solar panels on their roofs, who is going to service them now? Zagora Solar has literally screwed thousands of people. A class action lawsuit is budding. One attorney that is a known commodity locally by the name of Ralph Main is working with some clients as we speak in a class action lawsuit capacity. Ralph Main is a hell of an attorney. Here's what I would suggest you do if you have Segura solar panels on your house. I suggest you reach out to the attorney Ralph Main and or find an attorney of your own. If you need some guidance for an attorney that can utilize class action lawsuit strategy, I know plenty, and I'm happy to recommend people to you. There is power in numbers. Galvanize, organize, and strategize with your neighbors and other Segura Solar customers. Leverage economies of scale, pool your resources, and go after this company as a unit. When you have a company that is weaseling their way out of Charlottesville, Virginia, under the cloak of darkness, you see what they are about from a character standpoint. Now, I know the Suttons, the Sutton brothers, they've started Tiger Solar. These guys are local. These guys do business the right way. And my hope is that Dan Sutton, that Taylor Sutton, and Tiger Solar can help fill in the gaps, can help navigate the collateral damage for those that have used Segura for installation. That's my hope. I want you to think about this from a collateral damage standpoint even deeper than a class action lawsuit. 
If you have thousands of homes in Charlottesville, in Albemarle County, in Fluvanna, in Orange, in Green, in Barbersville, in Zion's Crossroads, Lake Monticello, Keswick, Belmont, Glenmore, Redfields, Dunlora, Whittington, Mosby Mountain, Mountain Valley, Willoughby, Foxcroft, Mill Creek, with Segura panels on their roofs and a company heading for bankruptcy, do those houses that have Segura under warranty how will they be viewed by the buying and selling public? Will folks feel comfortable buying homes with Segura infrastructure on their roofs if Segura is pulling a Baltimore, Baltimore Colts and packing up all its stuff on Route 29 in Westfield, shoving it in a moving van under the cloak of darkness while no one is watching? I want you to go to Segura Solar's website, segurahome.com. Click About Us on segurahome.com and scroll down to the Meet the Team page. Judah, why don't you do that if you could as well? segurahome.com. Go to About Us on the menu bar and look at the Meet the Team page. We'll two-shot Judah Wickhauer. We'll get Judah Wickhauer in the mix. We encourage you to check out ilovesevillerealestate.com. 37 rental properties in our portfolio. When you go about us and click meet the team, what do you see, Judah? And make sure you're two-shot. Our story. I mean, how, how in detail do you want me to go? I'm not really sure what you're looking for. You got the people. Yeah, our story, our mission, meet the team. I got staff reaching out to me from this team saying, listen to this. We were shocked by this. We had no heads up we were going to lose our jobs. We found out in scuttlebutt. We found out from customers. We found out through... The grapevine. Does a certain Charlottesville business owner own Segura Solar too? Hmm. Tongue in cheek, Judah Wickhauer, throwing a little zing, a little zag. That was funny. Roger, I'll get to your comment. The show is on fire right now. This is mainly what I, what I'm trying to do here. We champion the little guy. We champion the little guy here, right? We stand up for the underdog. The underdog in this scenario are the homeowners that pay thousands of dollars that are literally under warranty and under a payment plan, a payment plan that goes years. My parents have Segura solar panels. Judah Wickhauer's parents. I haven't talked to them about this yet. Maybe you should. I don't know where they stand I think we should tag your parents on the program because this probably is the first they're hearing of it. Could be. I wouldn't be surprised. Majority of people in this community, this is the first they're hearing about it. This will be ubiquitous in the legacy news cycle that listens and watches our show on a daily basis. If you have solar panels on your roof tied to a company heading to bankruptcy, how does that impact the value of your home? 
who's going to service those panels? Will people be hesitant to purchase property that has Segura Solar on their roof because they're uncertain who's going to service the panels and what's going to happen with the, the debt service or the financing vehicle? How can it be shifted to the new buyer if the company's heading for Chapter 11? Yeah. These are legitimate questions we all should be asking. And this is breaking news that's going to impact thousands of people in a 300,000-person market that we love called Central Virginia. My hope is the Suttons, Taylor, and Dan at Tiger Solar have a plan in place that is going to minimize and diminish the collateral damage. Roger Voisinet, who's a solar expert, said Sunday Solar is a very reputable local company that should also be mentioned as a good local company who I know very well. Roger, jump in the mix here. Give us the nitty-gritty of what you know. Now that I've put this in the, in the news cycle, you are not speaking out of turn, and I'll emphasize this. Roger was not the source of this story. The source of this story for me were many people, many people, including some on payroll. Roger, what, how do you see this playing out? If a home goes on market, it's listed for sale, and it has Segura solar panels on its roof, will the buying public be willing or consider purchasing this house? I ask you that question sincerely and genuinely. Deep Throat on Twitter. You respond to comments if you can on the key pages. I'm going to go to Deep Throat, who I trust and I know, and is a guy that is um, extremely well-read and has experienced a lot of things. He said, the Segura situation happened to me in Houston when I lived in Houston. A company literally ghosted me. I should have known when they asked me to buy the materials directly. I had a garage full of panels, but in the end, it was easy for me to find another company that was willing to put the panels up. He's also done seven other installations. He also said the company that bailed me out in Houston apparently did the same for other customers of the company that ghosted me. It was a good opportunity for them. I'm thinking the market leader here and who's going to fill the gap is the Sutton Brothers. You know them of Tiger, the Tiger brand. Roger Voisinet, who started his career in solar here in Charlottesville, if memory serves correctly, says Sunday Solar is who you should consider. How will this storyline impact the homes that have Segura on their roofs right now? You might want to text your parents. Tag them and ask them to listen to the show. In fact, I'm happy to DM if you want. When you are utilizing tactics like taking moving trucks after midnight and pulling them up to Westfield Road and clearing out the headquarters on Route 29 under the cloak of darkness so no one sees what you're doing, you're the Baltimore Colts of the National Football League. You are screwing the landlord out of hundreds of thousands of dollars and customers all over our community we love. I would encourage all viewers and listeners that have Segura right now to class action lawsuit. Reach out to me if you need attorney suggestions. I have a short list 
of the best of the best. Next topic. Why don't we do this? You got comments you'll get to? I want to get to Mike Pruitt's video from yesterday. You get those vi that video ready to go, J-Dubs. We'll queue it up in about 15 seconds. And while that video is playing, that'll give you time to respond to some of these comments. Mike Pruitt, in courageous fashion, an Almoral County Board of Supervisor candidate that is running unopposed, he has no opposition in the Scottsville District, he will win a seat in November because he has no opposition on one of six spots on the dais, one of six people that will pretty much manage a $600 million budget. We're going to cue that video up in 10 seconds, J-Dubs. Mike Pruitt yesterday on Twitter did a thread, a video thread where the camera was one-shotted on him, and he was talking about, initially, the trials and tribulations he faced as a gay man growing up 20 years ago when homosexuality was not nearly as accepted as it is today. Before we play this video, I want to give Mike Pruitt props. And someone tag Mike Pruitt. Someone get Mike Pruitt in the mix. Mike Pruitt, our politics disagree. And by politics, I mean taxes, managing a budget, policies within schools. But our politics align and are identical when it comes to who you can love, who you can marry, what you can do in a bedroom. I say all the time on this program, I don't care who you love. I don't care what you do in a bedroom. I don't care who you marry. I don't care what God you believe in. I don't care what you smoke. I believe women have the rights to do what they want with their body when it comes to abortion. I'm a small government guy. Less is more. I don't even fall under a political category. If people ask what political party I'm a part of, I say the party of common sense. The party of common sense. The party of small government. The party of less taxes. The party of finding incremental revenue streams to get keep communities from gentrifying. The party of common sense that allows people to do what they want, when they want, as long as it follows the golden rule and the letter of the law. And yesterday, Michael Pruitt on Twitter in a video thread told all of Central Virginia and anyone who watched on social media that he was a gay man. And the courage it took to do that was significant. We're going to play the video. Mike, we, we, we used our editing capacities to take that thread of two-minute videos. I think there were, was it three or four two-minute videos? Was it three? Yeah, three, one and, one and a half to two-minute videos. It was three, basically, two-minute videos that were broken up. He doesn't have the same digital infrastructure we did. So what we did was we blended them together to one video, and we'll play it for you. Mike Pruitt, I need you to hear this. Someone tag Mike Pruitt. The courage you showed yesterday, basically telling everyone, and I would imagine pretty much, pretty, I would imagine very few people knew in Central Virginia that you were gay. The courage you showed yesterday was 
I applaud. Now, as the video progressed, you, you, you utilized what was a courageous um, start to the video to then bash a school board candidate and Dr. Meg Bryce, who's running for the at-large seat in the Almore County School Board. Once the video went from courageous talk of your sexuality to bashing a candidate that's running for school board, when you, the supervisor, have no oversight over the school board outside of the allocation of taxpayer money, that's when things started getting uh, a little sketchy for me. We're going to play the video in totality. You ready to rock and roll? Let's cue it up in three. Let's cue it up in two. Let's cue it up in one. Let's play it now. Hey, y'all. My name is Mike Pruitt, and I'm a candidate for the Albemarle County Board of Supervisors to represent Scottsville District. But today, I want to talk to you about a completely different race and why I hope you'll join me in supporting Allison Spillman for the at-large seat on the school board. And as part of that, I want to share a quick personal story. When I was 12, I got my first crush, and it was on another boy. And that was terrifying because I knew how people in my community talked. That same year, one of the most powerful men in the country had called things like my crush immoral and destructive, who compared it to things like incest, to bestiality, and to things that I don't want to repeat on camera. And that's how it felt like my community, how it felt like the whole world saw me. But I was really lucky. And a few years later, I started a new school in a new town and things got better. Uh, I felt comfortable and safe and I talked to my friends about like who I liked at school. I even went on a date with another boy to a pizza restaurant downtown. And my teachers, because they were good teachers, they paid attention to our lives. They knew what we were doing. They knew. My parents didn't. Not because I thought they'd be anything short of loving and affirming, but because that was really scary. It was a different relationship. <sighs> I can't imagine what it would have been like if my school had called my parents and outed me. I cannot imagine the kind of pain that would have brought me and my family. And you know, I did really well in high school and it set me on the path to where I am today. If this had happened, I don't know that I would. I don't just mean here as a decorated Navy vet, as someone working in civil rights law and as someone running for office. I mean here, as a living, breathing person. Outing puts kids at risk for suicide. Would I be here at all? I don't know. And neither did Allison's opponent, Meg Scalia Bryce, but that didn't stop her from going before our school board and advocating that they do just that, that our schools, as policy, out LGBT students. And she didn't even do this out of self-interest. Dr. Scalia Bryce's kids all go to private school. She did it because she believes in these kind of anti-LGBT policies. She did it because she wants to insert her ideology into our school. And 
it shouldn't be that surprising. After all, it was her father, Justice Antonin Scalia, who way back when, when I was 12, had called things like LGBT people immoral and destructive, who compared us to murderers, who said things like my schoolboy crush were like bestiality. I don't know what other beliefs Dr. Scalia Bryce inherited from her father, but I don't wanna to have to take a chance to find out. Unfortunately, Dr. Scalia Bryce is DC royalty. She has a lot of wealthy and powerful friends. That is why Allison Spillman needs your help. Now, Allison, she's a former COO in the private sector and she serves on multiple nonprofit boards. So she knows all about financial management, strategy, advocacy, but that's not even the most important experiences she's gonna bring to our board. The most important thing is that she is the proud mother of five kids in our school systems. She knows all about things like navigating IEPs, bullying, and mental health in our schools. I hope you'll join me in supporting Allison Spillman. You can visit her website at electallisonspillman.com or on Facebook or Instagram to find more about what you can do to chip in before November 7th. Thank you, and take care, y'all. I respect uh, Mike Pruitt's courage in the first half of the video. Mike Pruitt, I believe, is watching the program now. When you are in the public eye, and I think few know this as I do, as well as I do, everything you say or do will be dissected to the letter of the, letter of the word, to, the, to, to every word you say. To get on a camera and to put on social media and to relay a story of your time as a 12-year-old boy when you first realized that you liked other boys and you had a crush on one, and to relay firsthand perspective that you were scared to tell your parents and initially were in a community that would never welcome your homosexuality, and it wasn't until you moved to a new community that you felt more welcome, that takes courage. That takes serious courage to talk about on camera. That courage should be applauded. Michael Pruitt, I am applauding you. In that video, Michael Pruitt talks about potentially committing suicide because he feared the fallout of his homosexuality. He talks about the fear of telling his parents and the concern he had of teachers outing him to his mom and dad. That takes courage to talk about. I understand that is a real fear for many in the LGBTQ plus community and we should realize that. About halfway through the video, I'm going to go ahead and say it, Albemarle County Supervisor Michael Pruitt, Scottsville District, then shifted his focus to Dr. Meg Bryce, who's running for the school board at large seat. She's being challenged by Allison Spillman. That shift halfway through the video watered down much of what he said in the beginning I thought, because it lacked a little bit of 
genuineness when you start attacking a school board candidate. There's not a doubt in my mind that there is a coordinated attack by Charlottesville Democrats and Albemarle County Democrats against Dr. Bryce. We are seeing Allison Spillman in photos with Cree Deeds and Sally Hudson. We are seeing Allison Spillman backed by the Albemarle County Democrats, literally the political party. We are seeing Shannon Gillikin, the head of the Charlottesville Public School Teacher Union, utilizing her platform as the head of the union to attack Spillman, or excuse me, Bryce, to attack Bryce. Gillikin, the head of the teacher union, utilizing her influence and platform as the head of the union to attack Bryce. We have seen Forward Albemarle, the lobbying group for public schools in Albemarle County, attack Bryce. I'm being told city councilors in Charlottesville are about to jump in the mix. I'm being told a previous delegate, Sally Hudson, is about to verbally jump in the mix. The deck of cards over the last two weeks has gotten exponentially more stacked against Dr. Bryce. And that's fact. That's literally fact. Winning this race was always going to be a challenge. The Democrats in Almar and Charlottesville are making, even more, making it even more of a dubious distinction. Here's an interesting wrinkle. When forward Albemarle, Sarah Harris, when forward Albemarle, Mary Nacy, and Chris Seaman, when they wrote their latest blog post on, oh, they have their second to latest blog post called Following the Money, Local School Board Races. In that blog post where they attacked Dr. Bryce linked her to her father, the late Supreme Court Justice, with the same surname. An interesting line in the article, written by Sarah Harris, this line in the article says, and I'm literally queuing this up as we speak, that school board candidates, I'll read it verbatim from the blog, the latest campaign finance disclosures for candidates for the Almoral County School Board are deeply revealing, especially since school board races are nonpartisan. Ostensibly nonpartisan is the phrase they use. Forward Almoral is saying that school board races in Almoral County and school board races everywhere should be ostensibly nonpartisan. And Forward Albemarle is utilizing the weight of a significant following to back Allison Spillman. Does anyone find hypocrisy in the fact that Spillman is backed by the Albemarle County Democrats? That Spillman is backed by Democrat, Democratic candidate Mike Pruitt? That Spillman is backed by Sally Hudson. That Spillman is backed by Cree Deeds. Does anyone find it hypocritical that Spillman is in photos hugging Sally Hudson, hugging Cree Deeds? 
that Spillman has the endorsement of the Charlottesville Teacher Union, led by Shannon Gilligan, who is left to the point of socialist. Forward Halmoral cannot have its, what's the phrase, have its cake and eat it too? Yeah. Forward Halmoral can't have its cake and eat it too. And that's what it's doing. School board races should be nonpartisan. Dr. Bryce, direct link to her father, the late Supreme Court Justice and his conservative ideals and ideology. Shame, shame, shame. Forward Almoral, back Spillman. Oh, oh, Spillman's got the Democrat endorsement from Almoral, the entire party. Oh, hmm. Spillman's got the endorsement from Creed Eads and Sally Hudson. Hmm. From the teacher union in Charlottesville, Shannon Gilkin. Hmm. So how can they be ostensibly nonpartisan, yet the candidate is being backed by every Democrat stakeholder in a 300,000-person market? What's that called, Judah? It starts with an H. It starts with an H. What's it called, Judah? Could it be hypocrisy? It's called hypocrisy. It's called hypocrisy. It's called hypocrisy. We've got some interesting comments here. Uh, <clears throat> Chad Wood says... Uh, Yes, he doesn't know what she believes from her dad or does. Bringing up her dad again is tasteless and shows his character. Uh, he goes on to say, ever take the time to talk to her? I bet not. And he also says, win or lose, Meg has exposed some people and their classless character. Almost as good as a win. And uh, Stacy Baker Patty says, have any of these people listened to her actual comments? And if this is about a school board position, did I miss him discussing education or academics? All good points. Forward Albemarle, Sarah Harris says, we want to champion open thought and open intellect and approachability, and we want to have a school and a system that is open to everyone on the condition it follows what we think is open for everyone. Ford Almar, the lobbying group, says, hey, I'm going to stand up for the public schools. I'm going to stand up for marginalized students. I'm going to stand up for everybody. And we're going to make this school system as inclusive as possible as long as that inclusion follows what we want. Inclusive and tolerant unless, uh, unless we don't like what you believe. Inclusively tolerant unless we don't like what you believe. What's that called? Hypocrisy. Our forward out moral, inclusively tolerant unless we don't like what you believe. Can you, can you put it on a studio camera? Are we on studio camera? Uh, we are now. That was damn good. Come on. Come on. One more time. Grief. Alrighty then. That was better than I could say. That was succinct. That's the kind of stuff I want from you. Say it again. Did you forget it? No, we're uh, we're inclusive and tolerant unless you unless you believe something that we disagree with. What's that called? It's called intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! This is what I would have liked to have seen from candidate Mike Pruitt. Okay, and this is called optics, political strategy, and PR one hundred and one. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. 
So much respect for you, Mike Pruitt, telling everyone in the world, certainly many of us in Central Virginia, that you're gay. Props. The reality is, in 2023, 90% of the people could care less. I'm one of them. Fall in love with whoever you want. Marry whoever you want. Do whatever you want in your bedroom. Believe in whatever God you want. Smoke whatever you want. Women should have the rights to do what they want with their body. They're the ones that have to go through it. Tax me less. Tax me less. Find incremental sources of tax revenue. Small government, not big. Small government in the background, not front and center. Consistency with small government that supports small business. That's me. That seems like the majority of us, right? That's the majority of people. Just common sense. Mike Pruitt, you went with a fabulous open, fabulous open dude, fabulous open. I was watching this. I was watching it with my wife, and I'm like, this is damn good. But then you use this fabulous open to mudsling a candidate that is legitimately not under the purview of your position as a supervisor outside of the allocation of a couple hundred million dollars to the school board. That's all you can do with the schools, dude. That's all you can do, dog. It's an interesting comment from uh, Kevin Higgins who says her father, uh, meaning uh, Dr. Dr. Bryce's father, was incredibly well respected by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'd bet these people referring to her father respected Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the same way. I'm taking my fingers off my keyboard now to scratch my head. Once he takes it to mudslinging, he taints what he says in the first half. Because what was said in the first half that came across as pure and genuine and altruistic and honest, we then realize was a ploy. A lead into tearing someone else down. To tear someone else down. What politics 101, optics 101, branding 101, political science 101, common sense 101 would suggest you take the first half of what you said, you do it on a Monday, and you let it get in the news cycle with talk shows like this where everyone gives you props. You talk about falling in love with a boy when you're 12, not being comfortable in the country, in the county or the jurisdiction you were in, fear that your parents were going to have retribution or beef with you, suicidal thoughts on how teachers were going to out you, yes or no, to parents, to your parents. That was so raw and real. I effing was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You leave it in the news cycle for a week, maybe two. Then it comes across as what your intent was, pure and altruistic and honest. Then maybe two weeks later, you say what you said about Bryce. But when you put them together, it seems like a tactic. Got any beef with what I just said? No. I think part of my problem, uh, even, even aside from... Uh, Putting those two, putting his, uh, you know, putting his, airing his his personal uh, his personal information, um, his sexuality. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to not mention anything. My my point being that uh, even even apart from 
putting those two uh, subjects together. I my problem is labeling labeling someone else's beliefs ideology and pretending that your side doesn't have an ideology. Boom. Dropped another gem right there. I mean, let's let's all be honest. We all have our ideologies because we're all individual thinkers. But we don't think of our we generally don't think of our own as an ideology. It's just, oh, this is common sense. But everybody thinks that way. So stop acting like the other side has some nefarious ideology when it's just differences of opinion. Boom. Judah dropping dimes. Judah's going to hit, hit for the cycle today. You got a single, a double, and a triple on your resume. All you need is a home run, and your fourth plate appearance is right around the corner. The bases are loaded. You want to hit for the cycle? I'll stop talking. Uh, no, no, no. I, I you gotta, better hit for the cycle. I'm hyping you. You got any other dimes to drop? I got to start saving up for the next one. No, we need you to hit for the cycle today, dog. I'm not saying it won't be today. I'm just saying I got to save up. He's got a single, double, and triple. He's three for three in his first three plate appearances. The bases are juiced. They're jacked. And Wickhauer's coming to the plate, the cleanup hitter, and he's thinking long ball because chicks dig the long ball. Dudes, dudes dig the long ball, too. We're equal opportunity long ballers here. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure where you're going with that. I don't think There's I a baseball know, analogy that had some sexual undertones. It's a baseball analogy with sexual undertones. Thank you, Albert. Albert said, Judah just described today's society. You can't agree to disagree. Exactly. That's today's society. Yeah. And unfortunately, social media is the divisive factor that's probably keeping people from agreeing to disagree. Yeah, in part. <clears throat> Neil Williamson, welcome to the broadcast. Johnny Ornalis, Lisa Costello, Bon Romer. There are tens of thousands of IP addresses literally watching the program right now. That's where we're at in 2023. In 2023, you have the courage to announce that you're gay, and you parlayed that courage into mudslinging a candidate that's not even in your race, not even in your purview politically, not even in your purview policy-wise, not even in your purview from a supervision or supervisor-wise, and you taint your initial announcement that was pure and courageous, and it comes across as a tactic and a ploy. 2023 in Charlottesville in Central Virginia. Comments are coming in fast and furious. Roger Voisinet offering a lot of comments on the Segura Solar. If you're just turning into the program right now, Segura Solar is heading for bankruptcy. Segura Solar has thousands of customers in Central Virginia, tens of thousands of customers worldwide. I'm curious to see what is going to happen with Segura Solar customers who are under warranty and who are paying to finance their solar panels with a company that's heading for Chapter 11. Roger Voisinet said, I heard from another local attorney, not Ralph Maine, that the panels do not need a ton of servicing, but other service work on the inverter or electrical issues will need servicing for a service fee with other companies. He's going to check with Sunday Solar's president, Richard Chrysler, what he thinks. Juan Sarmiento is watching in Louisa County. He's the lead technician with Charlottesville Transportation. Juan Sarmiento says this. 
Where's your comment? Love when you watch the show, Juan. Oh, here it is. There is another solar company that is willing to look at Segura Systems. I do not remember their name, but it comes at a price. It's a 450 initial charge just to look at the system before any other cost out of pocket. Dave Warwick, I love you. He's the head brewmaster at Three Notch, a guy who has an affinity for the young and the restless and Saved by the Bell and Cricket and Jesse Spano and Kelly Kapowski and Lisa Turter, Lisa Turtle and, and Victor Newman and Jack Ryan. He says, shoot, we have Segura solar panels on our house. Dude, dozens of people are putting it on the feed that they have Segura panels on their house right now. I'm curious to see the homes that have Segura on their house, what that will do from a short-term standpoint of resale should those homes get listed to the market. That is something that is undoubtedly, undoubtedly going to go in the, the disclosure portion of a listing. If your panels have Segura all over them, installation, financing on them, the agents that list your houses are going to have to disclose that it's a Chapter 11 company a company heading for Chapter 11. You have to do it, or you would be doing a disservice to the community. Mark that down. You will start seeing that in the MLS. Here are a couple of good comments from, uh, <clears throat> from Katie Treviso-Pearl. KTP, and, KTP, KTP. And another from Chad Wood. Katie says, uh, I wonder where all the feminists are and why they are not pushing back. That You said what? I wonder where all the feminists are <clears throat> and why they are not pushing back that Dr. Bryce is a woman who can think for herself. Uh, who is the only person in Charlottesville and Central Virginia, 300,000 person market, that is making that statement? Who is the only one? I don't know. Us, dude. Okay. You and me. <laughs> well, yeah. Me. But the only person that has the courage in a 300,000-person market to push back against a community that bleeds and wets blue, me, saying what they're doing to Bryce, co-branding her with her late father, the Supreme Court Justice, marginalizes the voice of women, basically saying that Bryce cannot think of on her own. Who is saying that besides me? No one. And that's why you watch this show. That's why you watch this show. Unafraid, unabashed, never seeking approval for not, from not a single person. And Chad Wood says, would be nice if, it all, <clears throat> if all it was is difference of opinion. However, one can voice their opinion without backlash, and one can't. That's the difference in opinion. You know what it comes down to? This is what it comes down to. You know what it comes down to, dog? You know what it comes and, down to? Uh, and Scott, thank you for your comment as well. He, uh, Scotty he, Moe? Scotty Moe's watching? He responded to Katie <clears throat> saying, uh, if a woman's opinion doesn't support the narrative, then she must be labeled and discredited. Yeah, there it is. Scott, Mo Scott Morse right there, dropping dimes. If, if he was here right now, I'd give him some aggressive high fives. I'd be high, I'd be chest button, Scotty Moe. There it is. Say it again. If a woman's opinion doesn't support the narrative, then she must be labeled and discredited. What Sarah Harris and Ford Almar are doing 
what Sarah Harris and Ford Almar are doing, what Mike Pruitt did when he announced that he was gay, what Sally Hudson and Cree Deeds have done, they have indirectly marginalized the voice of a woman that has a voice that we should be listening to and have undoubtedly set women back decades in progress. They basically are saying, Meg, you can't think for yourself. You're nothing but your daddy's daughter. Sit down. You can't win this election. That's what they're saying. They are setting, you have leaders in this community, Sally Hudson, Cree Deeds, the Admiral County Democratic Party, Michael Pruitt. I'm hearing two counselors coming up. Charlottesville that are going to say this, Shannon Gillikin, the head of the Charlottesville Teacher Union, they are all doing a cohesive mudslinging attack that is legitimately women watching this program setting you back three decades, four decades, five decades. What Sally Hudson, Cree Deeds, Allison Spillman, Sarah Harris, Shannon Gillikin, and the city councilors that are going to come out and attack Bryce what they are doing is basically saying, Meg Bryce, get in your apron, get in the kitchen, and cook some dinner. That's what they're saying. That's what they're doing. Do you hear me? These elected officials are saying to Bryce, put your apron on, get in the kitchen, clean the house, cook us some dinner, and be a, home, be a, be a, be a stay-at-home, voiceless mom and wife. It's just a different version of... Uh of we don't like what you believe and so stay in your place. Yeah. And there's two people in this community right now that have the courage to say something about it. Judah Wickhauer and yours truly. And Katie says, uh, could you imagine how much positive attention they would give Dr. Bryce if she spoke up against her father? But because she doesn't, they want to label her a child with no ability to think freely. Again, where are the feminists? Hashtag crickets. Yeah. Go to a one-shot if you could, please. Tell me when we're on a one-shot. One-shot. Allison Spillman. Allison Spillman. I invite you to come on this show for a live debate with Dr. Bryce. I will give each of you the questions beforehand. You will have no shock jock journalism from me. There will be scripted questions that I create provided to you beforehand. We will, crowds, we will ask 12 questions, nine from me and three crowdsourced from the community, and I will give them to you days in advance. I challenge you, Allison Spillman, to come on this set and to sit across from Dr. Bryce in a 12-question live debate monitored, monitored, moderated by yours truly. I will bet you a C-note, I'll bet you a hundred bucks, Ali Spillman, that you do not have the courage to do that. Someone tag Allison Spillman. Someone tag Sarah Harris. I will bet you a hundred bucks, Allison Spillman, you do not have the courage to sit at that chair across from Dr. Bryce with 12 questions provided to you beforehand by yours truly, three crowdsourced from viewers and listeners, nine written by me. I will give each of you two minutes to answer the question and one minute to rebuttal. I've done this format in a couple years ago when Steve Harvey and Ann Malik came on the show. I also did this format when Michael Payne and Lloyd Snook ran for their first election. Allison Spillman, I am calling you out. Is that the camera I'm on right there? This yeah. one here? Right here? Yes. This one? Yes, that one. Allison, 
Spillman. <laughs> Allison, stop hiding behind elected officials that are trying to label Meg Bryce as nothing more than an apron and a cooker of meals for people like her husband and kids. Anything else you want to add from the comment section on these topics? We can get to the comments at the end of the show as well. We will have plenty of room for comments. Put them in the feed. Viewers and listeners, put your comments uh, in the feed. Sarah Hill Bajinski says... Uh, SHB? SHB is watching? I love SHB. Yeah. She says, uh, Meg is so well read, has actual <clears throat> innovative, insightful ideas, and is running on more than one issue. Comments are coming in fast and furious on Twitter. I'll get to Twitter. You get to Facebook. LinkedIn, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. John Blair's got some comments on LinkedIn we got to get to. YouTube's in fuego. Spotify's in fuego. The Fountain App's in fuego. Apple Podcasts is in fuego. iTunes is in fuego. 15 Facebook pages. Ginny Who says this. Oh, the hypocrisy. Didn't Michael Pruitt come to Kellen Squire's defense when Kellen Squire's words were taken out of context? context? Yes, Ginny. Yes, he did. Great point. I'm retweeting this. Actually, I'll quote retweet this. I'm quote retweeting this and I'm tagging Mike Pruitt. Vote. I'm tagging you, Mike. Quote, retweet, tag Mike. Ginny Who also says, I could care less who sleeps with who. I do care that he thinks politicians and school boards know what's better for my children than I do. I'm quote, retweeting that. Vote Mike Pruitt. I'm tagging you, dog. I'm tagging you, homie. Tag Mike Pruitt, send, tweet. She also gives props to Judah. That ideology comment was spot on. Damn, it was good, Judah. Thank you. Got me turned on, that comment. Already. <laughs> Sexual undertones. Uh, Dylan's should rule. I, should I be horrified or... Or? I, I, you I still got to hit for the cycle. You better hit a grand slam here. I the bases I'm, are jacked. I think I'm sticking with horrified. Uh, Dylan's rule. I got a lot on Twitter, then we'll go to you. Dylan's Rule says on Twitter, you cannot have democracy when the free exchange of ideas is prohibited by hecklers, veto employed by local act activists. That's so true. Amen. I'm quote retweeting that. Ginny Hu says, it's why so many conservative libertarian mothers have pulled their children from public school. We know our voices and concerns will never be heard. Even worse, we will be labeled hateful terms. Amen, sister. Amen, comma. Sister. S-I-S-T-A. Dylan's Rule says, Jerry, go a little further. Pledge that none of the questions will relate to sexuality or social issues. The questions will only concern the performance of Almore County Public Schools, which is the only issue that matters. I got one issue with that. I think one of the topics that is undoubtedly going to determine this election is... Should teachers tell parents that their students are identifying as an opposite sex in schools and or doing things that the parents do not know about in school hallways? 
And I am of the mindset that it's never a good idea to keep secrets from parents. You don't keep secrets from parents. If a teacher came to me and said, one of your boys is in love with another boy, or one of your boys is wearing a dress and a wig, you may not know this because he's not doing it at the house. I would say, teacher, thank you kindly for telling me. I would sit down one of our boys and I would say, son or sons, I love you for who you are. And I do not care that you like a boy or that you want to wear a dress. I love you who you for who you are. Just don't keep secrets from me because your mom and I have your best interests at heart and we will do anything, anything, anything for you. We love you more than we love ourselves. And when we see you, our hearts beam with pride no matter who you like, who you love, or what you want to dress like. I sincerely swear on the God that I believe in, I would act in that way. And I know my wife would too. You don't keep secrets from parents. John Blair on LinkedIn. JM, this is not a criticism of Mr. Pruitt. However, since 2017, there have been three people, Ned Galloway, Jim Andrews, and Michael Pruitt, who are simply going to be elected to the Albemarle Board of Supervisors without opposition. None of these individuals were incumbents. It's not uncommon for incumbents to run unopposed, but this is not that. They simply were the only individuals to file in their districts. I like all three, but, it should, but shouldn't we all be a little concerned about the lack of democracy in Albemarle County? It's a great comment. I can speak firsthand to this. I mention this live on air. Here's, I was going to run against Michael Pruitt in the Scottsville district of Almoral County for the Board of Supervisors. I live in the Glenmore neighborhood. I have a brand and a, port, and a profile and a platform that is arguably one of the largest in a 300,000 person market. There are three voting districts for the Almoral County Scottsville district race. Voting block number one is Mill Creek, the Mill Creek Avon extended voting block. And the Mill Creek Avon Extended voting block is undoubtedly liberal because it identifies with Charlottesville City politics because Mill Creek is right on the urban ring. So it perfectly aligns with liberal Charlottesville. If I had run for Board of Supervisors, I would have been hammered in that voting block, but not to the extent of previous common sense candidates. I would have carved off a percentage of voters. My profile would have dominated the Scottsville voting block. And because I live in the Glenmore neighborhood, 845 rooftops, 2.2 voters per rooftop, I would have carried Glenmore. And the political science says I would have beat Mike Pruitt like a drum. I have I Love Seville. I have this. I have the gift of human connection, communication, live in an affluent neighborhood that votes to the tune of 1,700 people. Scottsville would have voted me in to the tune of 600, 700 people. Scottsville's as conservative as it gets. Political science would say after Pruitt made the announcement yesterday at sexual, uh, on his sexuality that the Scottsville voting bloc would have undoubtedly gone me. 
and I would not have gotten hammered in Mill Creek. I would have won Almoral County, Scottsville District, Board of Supervisors, and I say it with confidence and conviction. The only reason I did not enter this race, literally, despite having the approval of my wife over a year and change ago to do this, is because our youngest son, who is now seven months old, has literally not slept through the night in seven months. We underestimated the challenges of raising our youngest son, a baby, because we are so far from our oldest son being a baby. Our oldest is five years old. We forgot how difficult it was, how challenging it was, the friction it can cause for a couple of seven months of no effing sleep. My wife is carrying the load right now. I work, she is carrying the load and guarding our most prized humans, our boys. And we determined about four months into our youngest's life that me being away from home even more, on the road, knocking doors, politicking, doing forums and events was not the right time for us. But I would have won. And you, the viewer and listener, know that. And so does Mike Pruitt. So does Mike Pruitt. In fact, I would take it a step further. I would bet you that Mike Pruitt does not make that announcement on his sexuality if I'm running in this race for fear he would polarize a conservative Scottsville voting block and a relatively conservative Glenmore voting block. And what I'm talking right now is called politi political science and political strategy, and it's one of my effing strengths. I don't agree with that, Kev. I don't agree with that. Kev Higgins says, Meg, just let them continue to talk. I disagree with that. Meg Bryce, it is time to sharpen your sword. It is time to get the proverbial bazooka. It is time to fight fire with fire. We learn from Amy Lawfer and Kellen Squire. It's the first lie that people remember, not the second truth. We learned from Amy Lawfer and Kellen Squire that knocking on doors does not win races in 2023. You cannot sit back, Dr. Bryce, and do nothing. You have to, you have to identify the hypocrisy like I have done. Ride the coattails of what I have done. All right, one other topic, and then we get to uh, the comments. Start getting some comments here. There's a lot. There's, there's, I'm looking at the I Love Seville group alone. Do you see the I Love Seville group alone? There's 43 comments on the I Love Seville Facebook group alone. Mm -hmm. Just that one alone. That doesn't even include my page, the I Love Seville Facebook page, I Love Seville Food, the 13 other pages, LinkedIn, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, e-newsletter. Daily progress. I heard from a United States post office delivery guy. He delivers the mail to houses. The post office workers are getting lambasted. Lambasted, Judah. Are they? They're getting lambasted because... Oh, you said because of the newspaper. Because the newspaper, the Tuesday newspaper, the first edition 
of the three-day-a-week delivery. Remember, the Daily Progress said we're not going to do a daily newspaper anymore. It's now going to be three days a week, and those three editions that you pay for are going to be more robust than ever. It is now Thursday, and the Tuesday edition hasn't come. The second, and this was the first one that was supposed to come out. This was the first newspaper that was supposed to come out in this three-day cycle. The second newspaper that's supposed to come out is the Thursday, today's paper. So people are waiting today, Thursday, for Tuesday's newspaper that still hasn't come. And the post office guys, the post office guys and gals that are delivering the mail, they're getting lambasted. They're getting ripped. Where's they're getting my punched paper? by viewers and by, by folks saying, where's my paper? Where's my paper? I want to read the news. Not everyone has social media. Not everyone has internet. The older population certainly does it. They rely on the newspaper to stay connected. They're saying, where's my paper? Where's my news? The post office has now reached out to me, the delivery guys, and said, we have not gotten Tuesday's paper to deliver. They're literally reaching out to us to say to the community, the Daily Progress has not given us the newspaper to deliver. Please stop attacking us. It's not the post office. The Daily Progress hasn't given us the paper to deliver. Mm -hmm. The progress is on precarious, a precarious financial foundation. And I believe the three-day-a-week print delivery of this newspaper has maybe a year left. It might be done by the end of the year. And then it's solely going to have a digital outlet that's behind a $50 a month paywall that maybe 1,000, maybe 2,000 people will read. And you and I both that's know, insanity. you and I both know, Judah, that monetizing ads on a website is brutal and crappy banners on a website do not drive much ROI. Especially banners that can only be seen if you paid $50 a month to see them. I find it hard to believe that a lot of people are going to pay $50 for... Two stories a day. For articles that are two and a half paragraphs, and the rest is, what, AP stories? What, call they, wire stories. Yeah. I, we may be like 20, less than 24 months away from the Daily Progress folding. Altogether. Advertisers, if you're paying to be in the newspaper, pull your dollars now. I mean, what did, uh, what did Keith say the other day? He went to, the, went to the store to pick up a newspaper, <clears throat> brought it up. The lady rang it up and uh, said, that'll be $3. He said, and change. He said, you know what? I don't think I'll be buying the, uh, the paper today. And it was during the week. It wasn't even the Sunday edition with the coupons. Right. During the week. Brought it to the register. That'll be $3, $3 and change, sir. He got the newspaper and put it back on the rack. We are on the cusp of watching the Daily Progress literally evaporate. Chad Wood says, there's still newspapers? And Neil Williamson said, considering the newspaper delivery issue, perhaps we will see a name change to the old paper, quote-unquote, tagline last week's news today. <laughs> last week's news today I like it Neil crazy times mm -hmm. we got a gift are we on a two shot yep is Holly Foster watching can you tag Holly Foster tag Holly Foster we got a present from a viewer and a listener Holly Foster 
Holly Foster. Holly from Enrico. Hold on. Holly, you watching, Holly? Here, I don't want to show your address, Holly. Sorry. Is Holly watching? I don't know. Tag Holly. Holly, you watching? Holly, where you at? Oh, Holly is watching. Holly's watching. Holly. Holly. I just tagged her. Holly. Holly sent Judah and I a present. She spent... You see, what does that number say in shipping that she spent? Uh, I don't have my glasses on. Gonna, like your glasses 10, are right $10 there. $10 and change. Your, your glasses are right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll... What is it, 1002? <laughs> there we go. 1005. What is that? I was three cents off, folks. What's that, that Ten oh five. Where? Don't say your address. Where's this coming from? You can say the city. <laughs> Henrico. Is that how you pronounce that? Henrico. A lot of people call it Henrico. Yeah. I'm on Judy's camera. Hello. Oh, man. Hello. I'm present. Should we open it? Yeah. Let's. Holly Foster sent us. Oh, she's watching live today. I want to know what's in there. All right. Should I, can I open it? Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. I'm going to toss you a knife. Hold on. Jerry and Judah. Thank you so much for my I Love Seville sticker. I was excited to win it. I really enjoy seeing your shows online and keeping up with all kinds of news. Your election coverage was fantastic. Thank you. One show months ago when you were talking about the young and the restless in California, I think Judah mentioned Red Vines, my favorite candy. They are hard to find and thought you might need some. Heading to Boar's Head on Sunday to spend the week of the 4th. Thanks again for my sticker and the Clifton Inn recommendation. Great dinner in June. Holly Foster. Oh, that's so nice. That is incredibly nice. A handwritten Thank note. Thank you so much. I know. And Holly, you have amazing handwriting. That she, is, it, is it nice? Dude, I'm getting emotional here. A I, handwritten note from a viewer and listener to you and I about a show we did a month ago. If I ever wrote someone a note in cursive, they would just be like, what chicken walked across this page? The art of cursive writing is dying because of screens. Well, it, it's also dying because people like me who just can't right in cursive <laughs> she gets us judah not one of your favorite packs of candy red wines oh man i'm gonna throw them to you you have good hands yeah. you still have to hit for the cycle by the way there's one <laughs> not two packs of red wines red vines here comes judah can you make the catch yeah you can hit for the cycle right now doing this yes judah <laughs> yes not three packs of red vines. Hit for the second, Judah. Don't drop one, Judah. Don't drop one, Judah. You got one more to make, Judah, and you're hitting for the second. I don't know cycle. how I'm catching these. Not four, four packs of red vines. 
Yes! <laughs> I don't ask how I cut all these. I, uh, Open I've, them up! I've never cut anything in my life before. Open them up! Let's eat them! I'm not opening them all up. Just open a pack! Holly, this was one of the nicest gestures yeah. ever. This brings me back to uh, this brings me back to the uh, uh, the the roller skating rinks in in Los Angeles when you were a little kid. Yeah. Give me some red vines. I've never even had red vines. I'm gonna toss one at your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I caught it. That was a hell of a catch. You mean oh. that was a hell of a throw? This is damn good. <laughs> oh yeah. Let me get another one. I'm gonna pretend like a it's a candy cigar. Mmm. Holly, I love you, Holly. I love you, Holly. Mm. This was a hell of a show today. No doubt. No. Judy Rum McMullen says, Good Lord, Jerry, no more sugar today. <laughs> this is how I ask him. Isn't this how I am every day? I don't even eat sugar. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need the sugar. I don't he's eat he's sugar. He's already like that. I generally do not eat sugar. Ask my wife. This is how our oldest son is. Holly Foster says, yes, she's watching live today. And she also says she went to Catholic school and the nuns made them practice penmanship every day. I well, went to Catholic school too. Sisters of Mercy. Walsingham Academy. It paid off, Holly. Used to get and, my and ASS you. beat by Sister Juliana, Sister Gabe, Sister Virginia, Sister Carol. I was the bad kid. Can you tell? Chad would agree. Yeah, Jerry, no more sugar. <laughs> uh-huh. great. You have fun today? Yeah. You have fun today? This is Judah's fun face. Show us your fun face. Well, you went on your usual, like, uh, personal rant at the, for the first half of the show and then, uh, and then brought me in. So, you know... I mean, for like half an hour, I was just like frantically responding liking, to hundreds of comments, liking comments and saying, "Will we might mention this online if Jerry ever?" Uh, <laughs> if tens gives of thousands of people watch. Uh, can I get another red vine so I can enjoy the afterglow of a killer show with a candy cigar? I don't even care that your hands are touching it and you're throwing it to me. Oh, I caught that one too. You hit for the cycle today, dog. What? You hit for the cycle today. You I, know what that means? I hit the cycle? You hit for the cycle. Oh, you mean the first, second, third, and home? No. A cycle is when you hit for the single, a double, a triple, and a home run. Is that not what I just said? I mean, it is, it is and it isn't. Um, that's the show, right? Yeah. I've got stuff to do. We've gone 80 minutes without stopping. Is there a single broadcaster that does that in Central Virginia? No. Um, today's show presented by I Love Seville Real Estate. I Love Seville Real Estate.com. You guys need office space? We got them. I Love Seville Real Estate, our real estate portfolio. I Love Seville Real Estate.com. For Judah Wickhauer, and this delicious red vine from Henrico, Virginia, courtesy of Holly Foster. My name is Jerry Miller. Thank you kindly for joining us. Mm. These are damn good. Keep those cameras on. Give me another, give me another red vine. Toss those bad boys over here. <laughs>